This is the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. Friends, we have mounted our steeds, and we are actually riding to the sound of gunfire. I remember uh, it was right after... The, it was right during the 2015 Western Conservative Summit. Uh, Jamie, I don't know if you remember this, but uh, Obergefell had just passed like that morning. Yes, I remember right? this. And, um, and everybody at the summit was depressed, right? We just lost this great battle for traditional family values and marriage. And we know that male and female pouring into their children and committed monogamous relationship leads to flourishing children. And you need both aspects there. And so, it, you know, everyone's kind of depressed. And here comes Bill Armstrong. I love to tell this story. So, you know, there's not much energy at the summit. And we work really hard at the summit. You, know, you got 2,000 people there. We want to have a lot of fun. And here comes Bill Armstrong, steps to the front of the stage, and he goes, fellow patriots, now is the time to mount your horses and ride to the sound of gunfire. And, you know, he just got everyone excited. We're not stopping. Are you kidding? We're going to keep going. We're conservatives. We're right. We're going to keep the fight ahead of us. So uh, Colorado Christian University is such a special place if you don't know about this really you got to connect with us and there's so many different ways we're a university on a mission with a strong foundation in jesus christ and the bible ccu is launching all these wonderful students accountants business leaders counselors pastors teachers musicians communication experts engineers nurses politicians all into the world with over 200 degree options colorado christian university is the university for the next chapter of your life the college of adult and undergraduate studies is more is home to more than 1500 traditional undergraduate students the safest college in colorado too so if you're a parent your grandparent you're thinking all right where where's my kid gonna go i saw this recently jamie that parents of ivy league schools are now having to pay 300 dollars a day to these d programmers so they, yeah. they, they send their kids off to these elite Ivy League schools. They become entirely, you know, they get the woke mind virus. And then <laughs> they come back and, and they hate their families. They yeah. hate their family's success. They hate their country. And they're like, well, we got, we got to pay someone to deprogram our kids. You're a graduate <laughs> of CCU. I am. You have you seem to, we don't have any woke mind viruses here. No, <laughs> thank God. <laughs> but but you came out with strong principles, strong values, absolutely. And now you're actually working in public policy in the state. And a number of your uh, fellow graduates have gone out, right? Absolutely. Um, what's wonderful about CCU is it is a traditional classical education. I would say heavy mm. emphasis on. The importance of Western civilization and American history and the Constitution, which is what drew me to CCU in the first place. And unlike friends that have gone on to other universities where they were taught why America is evil, um, I learned what makes America truly a wonderful nation to live in, and we should be blessed and happy to be here. Hmm. So you are maybe older than the traditional college student. You've got jobs. You've got kids. So what do you do if you want to get a degree and open up kind of new doors and chapters for your life the college of adult and graduate studies offers undergraduate and graduate degree programs to over 8,000 adult learners in all 50 states and even outside this country so worldwide more than 90 percent of ccu's adult students complete their degrees online through ccu online so friends just go check out ccu.edu just go peruse see if there's a degree that may be beneficial to you 
There's scholarship opportunities. Talk with an enrollment counselor. There's no commitments there. Just explore, see what type of opportunities are out there, and join the number five most conservative school in America, committed to the original intent of the Constitution, the sanctity of life, traditional family values, personal freedom, and the, and uh, limited government. Bill Armstrong used to say that Jesus didn't set me free so the government could enslave me. You know, if a president <laughs> of a college is talking like that, that's what makes CCU so special. So, friends, in the studio, we're talking with Taylor Rhodes, the executive director of RMGO and No Compromise, Second Amendment Defending Organization. Taylor, uh, we've been talking about uh, this assault weapons ban, but there's some other bills that are being introduced as well. You want to talk a little bit about some other things we may see at the state capitol? Right. So there's there's three other bills. The Speaker of the House um, alluded to, and and really this is going to be the the big chunk of the gun control package that they're that they're pushing uh, on top of this assault weapons ban. The bills include expanding red flag. Now we have not seen uh, text of this bill yet, uh, but I've poked around the Capitol quite a bit. And I've got a pretty good idea of what it's going to look like. So essentially, they're going to add who can red flag you, who can tell the police that you're crazy and that you shouldn't have a gun. That looks like it's going to expand into into, um, into non-immediate family. Uh, it's going to sp- expand into DAs. Um, I think that one of the rumors that I heard that even coroners um, could give red coroners coroners yes i don't i don't even know how they would know anybody that's crazy yeah exactly all the people they deal with are dead so (laughs) (laughs) right Um, it doesn't make much sense right so coroners um and not only that is they are looking to add a civil penalty for those that know someone that should be red flagged and don't oh my that's a big deal yeah wow yeah so if I mean, we all kind of know people that are a little... Oh, I'm nuts. A little good. <laughs> <laughs> right? And you're always kind of like, well, but they don't really seem all that harmful. Like like when you talk to people that know people who did mass shootings, right? You're like, oh, they were always a little off. Right. But they, I didn't see a lot of violence because obviously if they're committing violence, then you know the law is going to be involved with it. So now you're going to hold all those people accountable? So you, you're going to get called on, you know, if you're a little quirky. So essentially what they – yes, that's that's the that's what's ultimately going to happen. Uh, what they're trying to do is, is like, they're trying to punish people like Sheriff Elder who have refused uh, to file red flags like Sheriff Steve Reams uh, and others that are in law enforcement that are refusing uh, to file red flag gun confiscation orders. Hmm. Wow. So you have that. Uh, anything else uh, on, yeah, on the so, proposals? So on top of that, it gets even more zany. They want to add a 10-day waiting period uh, to each firearm that you purchase. So meaning if you go out and buy a gun that's not banned under the assault weapons bill, that they're going to, as soon as you submit your 4473, that's your background check when you buy any firearm, mm-hmm. as soon as you submit that, you, they get the green light. They're going to hold on to that firearm for 10 days. After that 10-day period, they're going to run another background check on you to make sure that you don't have you know any more you haven't committed a crime within those 10 days so likely you're going to have to be subjected to two Two background background check fees not just background checks but background check fees so you're looking at doubling that cost of your background check which right now is 11 bucks so you're adding you're talking about doubling that 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 cost and not only that this is going to be a big problem for gun shops i mentioned this earlier that most gun shops are less than 12 1200 square feet these places are not you know big places they don't have massive gun vaults 
Um, I mean, some of the gun shops that I'm, I'm I frequent are moving anywhere from you know thirty to fifty guns a day, right? I mean, they're moving a ton of product. They mm. can't house that stuff. They don't have spots to put that. They're, as soon as they're selling, mm. they're trying to get more stuff on their on their walls or in their in their cases or whatnot. So this is not only going to cause a big problem for the individual citizen. Uh, this is going to cause a major problem for gun shops. Not only that, is they're looking to raise the age, and again, we've heard rumors on both. I, all three of these bills that I'm talking about, I, I have not seen text. So mm-hmm. this is just poking around at the Capitol and figuring out, talking to legislators that are somewhat friendly to our cause and seeing what they have to say. The last one is a raising the age to buy any firearm. Talks have been that it will be uh, 21 it will the more extreme legislators want that to be 25 so essentially their argument is you can't rent a car until you're 25 why should you be able to own a gun and look i'll say driving is a privilege gun ownership is a right, right. yeah um and and frankly the 10-day waiting period has been struck down in, in i think it was a delaware court uh the the raising the age to 21 or 25 has already been struck down in a texas court uh when you look at the so now under the bruin decision they have to look at the text history and tradition they can no longer use what's called intermediate scrutiny mm. meaning they can't look at the cost benefit analysis so when when dealing with this Technically, if you look at the text history and tradition, the ownership age at the time of the founding was 13. I mean, Hmm. so technically, anything less than that is going to be unconstitutional. It's just going to be what are people going to sue over? Well, in in this culture, you can be young enough to totally change your entire gender. Right. But if you want to own a gun, you got to be 25. What strikes me in that, though, is I've got a young uh, daughter who's going to be 18 and not too long from now, I sure hope she would be able to have the right to defend herself. Right, exactly. So under federal law, it's already 18 to own a pistol, right? Right. So it's it's they're essentially going after the the hunting rifles and the and ARs essentially and shotguns, uh, the long rifles uh, or long guns. So it's um, this is it's going a step further. And frankly, one of the you know the Bruin decision was a great great decision uh, thank god for clarence thomas yeah uh but the thing that now the the anti-gun side of this is going to do is they're going to test their luck and see how far they can go under this new ruling uh because they're still trying to you know n- navigate states just like just like we are and to see you know what what can we get away with and frankly they're using colorado and illinois and a, and a handful of other states that are just have lost their minds as as test dummies Right. I mean, it's very, very clear that Colorado is a state that they want to allow you to have unrestricted abortion, right, for any reason, at any point, even after the baby's born and survived an abortion and is breathing and doing its very best. We're not going to require you to provide medical care for that. There was a vote just in the House of Representatives at the federal level where, you know, all the Democrats voted against that essentially as well. Um, but we're going to penalize law-abiding gun owners that's kind of the goal with all this so friends we're going to finish we have one more segment left don't miss this conversation with taylor rhodes executive director of the rocky mountain gun owners and uh we're going to have a lot more to talk about so listen and we'll be right back